Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. This is the People and Places Extra Podcast. I'm Ken Watlington. Glad you're along for the ride today as we talk more craft beer. This is our fourth episode of the podcast and the fourth of five focusing on the craft beer scene in eastern North Carolina. It's part of our Brew to Youth series where we're really just taking an in-depth look at a lot of local businesses that have popped up over the last couple of years, some of them 15, 16, 17 years ago, but the one we're going to talk about today is about three years old, and we head to Carteret County, North Carolina, and historic Beaufort. What a great place to visit, a great place to live. If you've never been there, try to get to Beaufort when you can, right on the water, uh, not too far from the Atlantic Ocean. And a lot of history in this town, just beautiful as well. Some great food in Beaufort. And they've got also two local craft breweries that are really uh, causing a lot of interest, not only in the Crystal Coast area, but from all across North Carolina and sometimes beyond. Beaufort's in Carteret County. There's already five craft breweries in Carteret County. You've got Shortway in Newport, Tight Lines along Arundel Street in Moorhead City, Crystal Coast Brewing in Moorhead and Atlantic Beach. And the first to open in Beaufort was a place called Mill Whistle. And that ties in, as you'll hear in just a second, to the place we're going to talk about today, Fishtown Brewhouse in downtown Beaufort. Throughout today's podcast, we'll hear from two folks from Fishtown, the co-owner, Joey McClure, and the head brewer, Skylar Munden. I had a great time going on there and catching up with all the staff at Fishtown to learn a little bit more about what they do and how they got into the craft beer business. As for Joey McClure, he owns the popular restaurant just down the street from Fishtown. It's called Clausen's, one of the best restaurants in eastern North Carolina. And we'll talk more about how he went from doing the restaurant thing to getting into craft beer. We'll also talk to Skyler. He's really got an interesting background as far as what he did before he became a brewer full-time with Fishtown. But first, let's talk to Joey McClure and ask him exactly how Fishtown came to be. I've been in the restaurant business for about 32 years. And um, I've been a home brewer um, about as long, about since the late 80s. And over the years, I've had some friends that I've brewed with. And I guess about seven years ago, um, Skylar and I um, kind of really became friends. We'd known each other, but we started hanging out. And uh, he loved to hunt. And I wanted to learn how to bow hunt, frankly. And uh, so he, we both had a passion for craft beer. And um, so I'd been homebrewing for a while. And so we started going bow hunting together. He showed me how to shoot a bow. And so we started brewing together in my garage and uh, we started making some beers. So that went on for, I guess, two or three years. And then uh, this building used to be a restaurant here um, back in the day. And um, so my partners and I talked about maybe it'd be a good time to open a brewery. So um, Skylar and I had just gone and competed at, a, at Mill Whistle um, Brewing here in Beaufort. They had a homebrew contest and we took first place. And so it seemed like that was kind of a, uh, I don't know, that kicked it off maybe. Maybe we should do this. And uh, so we bought the building and we, we started planning. And, um, and that's kind of how we got here. So, uh, so you enter a thing there at one of the first breweries in this area and then that gives you the, yeah, the kind of thought, hey, maybe we can do this too. We kind of boosted our confidence. <laughs> so uh, yeah, people loved our beer that we did there. And uh, so yeah, so we went on to, 
to open up here. What uh, do you remember? What you what you brewed? What what you won yeah, with? Yeah, we uh, it was called uh, Love the One Your Wit, so it was a, uh, a wit beer, and um, yeah, it was it was a uh, Belgian. What's the response been like since you've been open? I know the, the pandemic kind of changed the way everything works, but uh, before that and then in the last couple of weeks and months, uh, what's the response been like around? It's been great. I mean, I think uh, um, Zach and Kelly and, and all the guys here have done an awesome job of kind of integrating us into the community. Um, we've tried to have community events, um, you know, uh, support things in the community that are going on, and, uh, and I think we've built a lot of friends here. It's a small town. You've got two breweries, but it's also a tourist destination. So you yes. see a nice mix of locals and visitors. We do. People find us on Google all the time and, and, uh, and show up here following the directions. Um, and yeah, so we do get a mix. We've got, like I said, a lot of locals that are followers. They're just friends, family to us and folks that just kind of show up first time. A lot of times, you know, we'll walk, folks will walk in and Zach will say, have you ever been, you know, ever been with us before? And no, no, first time we just found you. And that's an awesome experience when that happens. And it seems like it's more than just coming and having a drink. It's about talking. It's about meeting people. It's absolutely. about experiencing something new. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just going and having a, a pint of uh, cheapest beer available somewhere. I mean, we're offering a good quality craft product. I mean, it's, it's art. Skyler is serious about what he does. And um, people come and hang out. We have games to play, um, cornhole. Um, we do... Um, activities and things that folks really enjoy. So we love IPAs, we love Belgians, and, and we try to have lighter beers as well that we offer, but people love our IPAs. We usually have two to three on, um, but we also balance that with Belgian beers that have, you know, they have, just have such deep, rich flavors that people enjoy, and some people haven't experienced Belgian ales, so it's really a surprise and a joy for them. So we love that. We love seeing their faces when they get to try something new or something maybe they don't think they like. And Zach and Kelly will talk them into it. Oh, you got to try this. And pretty soon you know they're a, they're a new IPA fan or a Belgian fan or, or a seltzer fan. We've got a new seltzer that we've only had out for a few months now. So that's been a new thing for us. And that's been a big hit. People have enjoyed that a lot. A couple of milk stouts too on the, on yeah. the menu right now. Yeah, our that's black cat milk stout that we have. Um, yeah, named after the end of Lennoxville Road. Down there, it used to, if you're local here, you know where the Black Cat is. That's what, um, that's what we named that beer after. Um, a little bit of everything. If, if, yeah. if you're a beer fan, you're gonna find something you like and maybe something that you didn't know you would like. Exactly, yeah, they're all good. And we offer flights, so you can try, you, know, you can try four, eight at a time, little pours. So as you heard Joey say, he and Skylar Munden met a few years back really struck up a friendship through craft beer and love of hunting. And eventually, because they won that contest down the street at Mill Whistle, they decided, hey, we'll go and do this full time. As for Skylar Munden, the head brewer at Fishtown, he's got a great background, really, really interesting guy, a lot of personality, and he's brewing some pretty dang good beer, too, there at Fishtown. If you go down there and try them out, you'll find that out for sure. But he's got a great background, and when I talked to him, he really, you know, was a little bit surprised at where he's come from a few years ago to now being a head brewer at a local brewery. Yeah, since before the beginning, actually, you know, as Joey mentioned earlier, you know, we started home brewing together, so um, I, I got the chance to be a part of the whole process, the thought process, just thinking about it happening right on through to picking out equipment, to watching the building get changed and, and uh, rearranged and the, the tanks come in from, from the get-go. I've been right along here. It's kind of blow your mind to think that, you know, five, six years ago you were brewing beer at home and now you have this 
Yes, definitely, for sure. It was, um, you know, the, the level is, uh, is kind of similar with the, the scale that we brew, brew at. We're not so big that we're having to push buttons and do, do that sort of stuff, but it's kind of like a, a, a scaled up version of home brewing, so it kind of made it simple for me. How many beers do you normally have on tap? We try to keep 12 on at all times, um, and that's part of the fun of it. You know, if it's, um, it's, it's, it's crap beer is about flavors, so it's nice to have to offer people a bunch of different flavors. Not everybody likes the same thing, so um, we try to have something for everybody, and um, from dark beers to just what I call a yellow beer. Uh, do you guys just serve here in the tap house? Do you have some little distribution around the area? Yeah, we we have distributed a little bit through um, throughout the county um, and a few other places. We're just so small scale. We can't. We, we pretty much try to sell everything we have out of out of house. Kind of feedback do you get from people on a, on a daily basis? That's the part of the fun part of it is, is to sit around, to be here at the end of the day and have people come in and drink beer and, and see how they enjoy the beers and, and have people talk about the beers. And it's really amazing to, to see people, you know, to praise and, and to enjoy something that you've hand handmade. And it gives you a lot of appreciation for it. Where are you from originally? I grew up in Moorhead. Okay. So I've lived here my entire life. How cool is it to kind of see that's, the changes? That's awesome. I, you know, from, you know, I grew up in the, the late 70s, uh, or early 70s, um, so through the 80s, and you know, so I've seen change in the area, and um, we've changed lots, but we're still kind of the same. Just the, 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 the bones, the structure is still here. There's a, some things that changed around. We have more of some things, but it's all pretty much the same area. I would say a place like this, though, yeah, it's new, but it complements the history. It kind of takes you back to that old kind of pub feel back in the day. Right. But you're doing some kind of not futuristic, but some kind of cutting edge stuff. Right, that, that's part of the fun of craft beer is, is making new things. It's taking, taking a recipe and saying, and thinking about what would be good in this beer. This just adds a fruit to it or something. And that's how we came up with um, a, lot of, a lot of the beers. The, the uh, Cranberry Saison, for instance, it was one that was, we, we need a, a, a kind of a Christmassy beer. So cranberries are something that you use a lot of in, at Christmas. So I was like, let's take a Belgian Saison and add some cranberries to it. And the beer turned out phenomenal. Fun gig for sure, you know, to get up every day and come in here. And, and um, the first part of the day I'm here all by myself. And it's just pretty much me and um, my assistant brewer. And um, we come in and just, it's, you're, there's a lot of cleaning. So we're having to clean and I'm, so I've got the whole place to myself. I just walk in, I can turn on the TV and put what I want on listening music and just do what I do, uh, make beer. Kind of like a mad scientist. Right, yeah. And then about halfway through the day, people start rolling in and it's not uncommon for us to be making beer while people roll in here. So usually once or twice a week, especially during the summer months, uh, we're making the beer. So we're brewing tomorrow and it's like an eight hour process. So. We'll start at eight o'clock in the morning and we'll finish up around five. So if you come in tomorrow, you'll see us making some beer. And the setup, you know, it's kind of unique where, I mean, it's right here, You're, it's all encompassing. People love that because they can sit right next to us and you know, see us working. People, you don't see that a lot. A lot of places, all the brewing equipment's behind a glass door or it's kept somewhere separately. With this one, you're sitting literally right next to the tanks and people ask questions all the time. And that's part of the fun of it, just sitting down and talking to a home brewer that's come into town and it's like, hey, you know, I've to me, ask you some questions, and so it's, it's awesome always. And when you're brewing and customers, you get that smell, you get that aroma. Yep, it's, it's a process of smells from the, from the mash, when we mash in, it's kind of like a, a, a breakfast cereal, a hot breakfast cereal, you smell that, the oats and the, and the barley in it, uh, so it has that kind of a smell. And then 
uh, it's transferred over to the boil kettle when it's boiled, we're adding hops to it. So it's caramelizing the sugars in it and condensing them, and then we're adding hops so it, it's a completely different smell. So there's lots of different smells. Like if I happen to empty a, a tank that's had an IPA in it, it's got had tons of hops in it. So when all that gets out of there, this it permeates the air in here and it smells like hops. Um, I've been lucky in my life that, it, that I've had two jobs that I was able to do something I really love to do and offer something that people enjoyed. Uh, the first part of my life, I was uh, we had a, a garden center, so I grew plants for a living. So every day I got up and grew plants, and it was I made hanging baskets and plants, and they were all pretty. So everybody came came in was buying something that they loved. It was like it made them happy. So this is kind of the same thing. It's just on a different level. Um, I'm making something that people really like. So I, I kind of joke with people and say, I'm, I'm making beer and spreading cheer. So it's kind of, you know, that's kind of what we do here is we, we make beer and we spread happiness to everybody. So my thanks to Skylar Munden, the head brewer at Fishtown Brew House, as well as the co-owner of Fishtown, Joey McClure. We also talked to two other folks while we were down there, the event and marketing manager, Zach Cockrell, and the taproom manager, Kelly Lindquist, to hear from them and to watch our video piece on the Fishtown Brew House, go to the People and Places page. You can find it at WNCT.com. Just click on the On Your Side tab. There you'll find all of our People and Places from years past, including this one featuring the Fishtown Brew House in downtown Beaufort. On the next episode of the People and Places Extra podcast, we'll wrap up our five-part craft beer series, our Brew to You tour, and we'll go to a place that really kind of set the tone, one of the two or three that set the tone in eastern North Carolina, and that's Mother Earth Brewing in downtown Kinston. They opened about 12 years ago, really made a name for themselves, some great people over there. We'll talk to Trent Mooring, one of the co-owners of Mother Earth. And there's another brewery kind of up and coming, been there about two years across the river in Kinston called Big Game Brewing. And the locals there call it the Beer Barn. We'll talk to the owner, Aaron, next week on the People in Places Extra podcast.